We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders they are predestined to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. And today, I have with me my friend, Mr. Jared Greer, who is the founder and executive coach at Greer Method Complete Coaching. So welcome, Jared. How you doing? Chris, doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So excited to have you with us. And guys out there listening, Jared is a phenomenal coach. And we're going to be talking about career goals today. And and the the verse of the week that that you know that we're we're centered on is Psalm 20, verse 4. May he grant you a heart's desire and fulfill your whole plan. And when when I read that verse, Jared, I was thinking about you with your conversations we've had about setting goals and and how to get started and, and maybe just give us a little background about how, maybe how do you got to where you are now because you're coaching people every day and you're, you're you're challenging them to be better versions of themselves yeah well I, I love that verse because um it aligns with what I, is the first principle of what i we call the core four in our business which is vision values beliefs and habits and vision is just critical to be super concrete about. Right. So it's going to be really, really hard to get our heart's desire if we don't know what that is and if we haven't been clear and concrete about it. Um, So, you know, my background is in adult education, management consulting, and endurance racing. And really a lot of my experience comes from kind of establishing those goals, whether they be career goals or personal goals or professional goals. And being able to then go after that. And that's where a lot of the learning comes from. For me, the, it started at a pretty early age. I was able to manage a team uh, pretty young, younger than I probably should have, honestly. Uh, managed about 15 people at the age of 24. Wow. Um, and grew that to, you know, I ended up managing over 100 people, you know, as a senior executive um, with, with my company. And then I started working for a consulting firm and working with companies all over the world. And it always came down to execution was as successful as um, the goals were clear. Mm -hmm. So it just didn't happen. If we didn't know what we were trying to accomplish, then it didn't matter how hard we worked, how much effort we put in. Uh, It just just came up flat. I'm sure, man. I mean, and I'm I'm thinking through like just a a regular guy out there just listening who maybe has never really even thought about career goals like how did I even get started where do you start at with them is it with that that vision conversation yeah so a big mistake especially with career people who are trying to improve their career a big mistake that we make often is we just think about our career Mm -hmm. and so we say here's a here's a job that I want here's a salary that I want here's a title that I want 
instead of taking a step back and actually looking at our entire life and saying, what is it that I'm trying to build? Kind of bigger picture. Right. We always talk about vision is like big picture, what do I want for my life? Little picture, what do I want right now in this moment? And so that's oftentimes where people go to with their career goals is what do I want right now in this moment is this title, this money, this salary, this you know promotion. But when we think big picture, we've got to then evaluate, well, what does that mean for our health? If I actually get that promotion, what other areas of my life does that cause friction mm. in? And recognizing where these friction points are then allows us to have criteria for making decisions around our career or our health or our family that help us give us the best chance of arriving at our destination. So where we would start with people is sit down mm -hmm. and just write, write on for 30 minutes about what you want your life to look like in the next 18 months. And don't think about it from one angle like a career. Think about it from what do you want your health to look like? What do you want your family life to look like? What do you want your business associates, you know, relationships to look like? What do you want your community service to look like? What do you want your spirituality to right. look like? And just write and talk about it as if it has already happened. So uh, if you look at mine, I do it every year. And you, it's very granular as to how I even want my kids to respond when I walk through the door. Really? How I want to work through conflict with my wife. How I want to build relationships with my children. Very, very granular because the more specific we are, the better chance we have at actually having it happen for us and to us and with us. And certainly that's God's plan, right? right? He wants to give us what our heart's desire is. And so let's be really specific and clear and uh, let, let God do the rest. And that is amazing. So, I mean, that writing, so you're saying just 30 minutes zone in and big picture and, and really get down to the details that are important to you. Yeah. And, and, and don't overthink okay. it. You can't do it right. wrong. Yeah. Um, people can, if you're sitting down and actually taking the time to write it out, uh, you can't do it wrong. You can do it wrong by not doing right, it at all. Right. And that's, that's where people get hung up. People just don't write it down. People don't think think that that uh, concretely about what it is they're trying to accomplish. So what I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here, and that that's a scary thing. So is it just the uh, the, the the act of writing it down? Does that maybe is there a fear out there for some men that if they write it down, all of a sudden it becomes a little more real? Uh, you know, I don't know that that's a fear. I think there's a uh, a uncertainty yeah. about how do I actually do okay. it. Um, generally, what I find is when people start writing, it just starts flowing. Yeah. And then at the end of it, they're like, I've never done anything like that, first of all. And secondly, it gives them this uh, tremendous amount of encouragement. Right. Because now we know what the finish line looks like. Yeah. Right. And when we don't know what the finish line looks like, well, then we feel uncertain. And when we feel uncertain, then we are going to make decisions in a very um, maybe risk averse yeah. way. We might make them in a very cautious way. However, when we know where we're trying to go, we're really clear mm -hmm. on that. We can now make decisions that align with that objective and we can make them like that yeah. because we simply can say, look at this promotion oh, wow, here's what I want for my family life. And unfortunately, this promotion isn't going to create that. 
So I'm going to say no to that promotion. I'm going to go here. Yeah. Uh, when we're seeking jobs, when we're seeking really anything, it allows us to just have that. Here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Does this align? Does it not? Now, I'm, I'm picturing, you know, a guy in, in his room hammering on this, working through it. Now, is this is a, is a best practice? You're doing this you know, by yourself in, inside your mind where you think about where you want to go. And then you have that conversation, you pull in your spouse and have that partnership, maybe like a check for alignment, you know, to see where things, because you, obviously we want strong marriages too. So maybe where does the, the spouse come in so far as is doing this assignment? Oh my goodness. I mean, if you want an A plus, you 100% take this to your spouse okay. and you sit down and you say, Hey, Here's what I think the next 18 months should look like. What do you think the next 18 months Ooh, should look like? There you go. I mean, you get on the same page with your spouse and watch out because like you might have never been so happy. Yeah. Like you might not be able to handle the happiness when both of you are aligned at that level. You know, and she may think of ideas that you hadn't throughout the, you know, throughout your writing process and I mean, she can she can sharpen you too, right? That that whole iron sharpens iron concept. I mean, that's what our spouses are there for. They're, they're usually, I know for me with my wife, she thinks about things completely different than the way I do. And that's a beautiful thing because I get that, that 360 perspective whenever I, you know, pull her in and, and try to get her insight. Oh, she'll definitely make it better. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. She'll, she'll think of things that are more pertinent to the family. She'll think about things that um, are more maybe exposing of your own weaknesses or, or challenges. And that's the way, I mean, it also lets you know if you guys are even alive. And I can't tell you how many times I'll give you a really good example. You know, I had a a client hire me who um, had a, a co-partner in, in their firm and going through the same process we do with business owners or we do with Mm -hmm. individuals going through the same process, they found that one of them had decided that they were going to move out of the state. Mm. And not only like had they decided it, but they actually already had a house that was about to close in this other state. Wow. And this, just this simple process exposed all of that, that incongruence with their vision for, for the firm and for themselves individually. And so that can absolutely happen in a marriage, in a relationship, in in a you know in a company. You now have this like, hey, here's our north star. Here's where I'm trying to get, and you can show that to your spouse and say, does this is this are you going towards the same north star or are you going somewhere else? And then you guys can come together, take the good parts, leave some of the you know uh, unneeded parts or the less essential parts. And create your own North Star. And then, like I said, man, it's you might not be able to handle all the I joy. I love it. I love it. Now, I want to dig a little bit deeper. Let's take a quick break, Jared. Then I'm going to jump back in here. At The Line Within Us, we discuss wealth a lot. And our sponsor at Investing for Beginners provides great resources for those wanting to take their knowledge of investing to the next level. Their monthly research e-letter is the best way to learn about the market and apply insight to begin growing your wealth. The newsletter tracks the founder's journey of managing a portfolio and shares how the decisions are made. For the beginning investor, this could be a great way to learn how to get started with investing from a company that is putting their money where their mouth is. I've been subscribing to their e-letter for quite some time, and it's something I look forward to every month, and I've learned a ton. 
They are a conservative group with an emphasis on a margin of safety. The Lion Within Us listeners can receive 15% off the monthly e-letter by visiting thelionwithin.us slash IFB, that's investing for beginners, and using the promo code LION at checkout. That's thelionwithin.us slash IFB, and use promo code LION to receive 15% off your monthly research e-letter. So, so Jared, I'm thinking now we've talked about the importance of keeping an alignment with our spouse and, and, and doing that writing exercise. I'm curious, do you, do you involve or how, how do you engage your employer with this process? I mean, are, or are they part of it? I'm just curious as you're creating career goals and thinking about the future, you know, are you talking with your manager, with your leader about that openly and, and trying to understand what the potential paths are as well? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, two, two ways. Number one, for all the leaders and managers and executives out there who have employees, mm-hmm. you should have very clear mechanisms in place that create that surface this type of sure. information. You should know for about your employees where they're trying to go. And yes, that includes even personally, uh, but absolutely it includes professionally. So from an employee standpoint, your vision provides that North Star. Cannot emphasize that enough because now you can go on what I call fact-finding missions. Yeah, baby. So r- really good example. I had a client who um, he, he was waffling between do I leave my company um, or and start my own business or do I stay at my company because one day I might be able to get equity. Right. Right. So we built this vision. Um, he had this idea of, you know, he, he really loved the company that he worked for. He really wanted to be a part of it. Once we crafted that vision, he was like, well, I need to go find out if my company values me the way I think mm-hmm. they do and is willing to at least create a path toward equity. Right. So we went through the process. We did this exercise. He went on the fact-finding mission had the conversations with his leadership, and unfortunately, they did not have the same mm, vision. Okay, and they told him pretty matter-of-factly, "There's not a path to equity here. We love you. We love the work you're doing, but there's not a path to equity." Right. Well, for him, the facts have been discovered. He now had the information that he needed. He held that up against the vision that he wanted, and he made a very decisive decision to leave that company, start his own business on the side and he is now just thriving on his own outside of that company. Conversely, I had another client who same type of thing. She actually was ready to leave her company and she didn't feel like they valued her. She didn't feel like they were paying her enough. So again, same exercise. Let's craft the vision, what you Mm -hmm. want. Sent her on a fact-finding mission. She had a conversation with her, the owners of the company, the two founders of the company, actually. And they were like, whoa, no, we absolutely love you. We, wanna, we want you to stay. What can we do? She ended up creating her own role, getting a 100% raise, and taking over the entire sales and marketing for their, for their company. Wow. So, but none of that would have happened if she didn't get really clear on what she wanted and what she was trying to accomplish and then 
having the courage to go and have that fact-finding conversation. Yeah. I mean, the courage is where I'm thinking. I went straight to, I mean, many people can think through these things and get and have a good idea, but having the courage to go out in a humble way to, but let that be known to, Hey, you know, just, I love fact-finding mission. I love how you, you coined that. I actually, in our, in my, in my other job where our, another podcast, I talk about fact-finding. I call them fact-finding missions too, because back in sales, that's what it's about. It's about understanding what the problems are so you can figure out what the solutions are to fix them. So, you know, same type philosophy here, man. That's wonderful. Yeah. Hands down. Now, how about, so let's say we got the plan. We, we, we've got our goals. We, we, we've, we've, uh, shared those with our spouse. We've shared those with our leaders at our company. We're, we're marching forward. What about accountability? Do we need people outside of our spouse or our manager holding us accountable? Do we hold ourselves accountable? What, what, what's the best practice there to, to really keep us in check? You know, that really depends on um, the individual. Okay. Uh, there's very much um, there's very much a need. For, hands down, you need accountability. So you can either be that accountability for yourself or you can um, outsource that accountability. Okay. So, and either way is fine. It just depends on where you're at in that journey. So really good example, um, when I first started endurance racing, um, I would not go train at all unless I had my buddy right. with me. So he would call me up, Hey Jerry, we're going to go run. We're going to go ride. We're going to whatever. And I would say, okay, cool. And I would go. And if he didn't call, I didn't okay. go. And that went on for a couple of years. I did, uh, my first Ironman under those pretenses and then, a, you know, a handful of marathons and some other events. And eventually I moved to Virginia from Arizona and I had this like moment okay, am I now going to be the guy who holds myself accountable to go out and log the miles and do the right. work and follow through and execute? Or am I just going to hang it up? Mm. So it was a real pivotal point for me and I decided to stick with it. And I would have never imagined that I would be out riding miles and miles and miles alone. Yeah. But now... That's the right. norm. I don't need somebody to hold me accountable to go run some miles or to go exercise. Right. But I did. For a long time, right. I did. And that's totally fine. So that's where I would say, you know, depending on where you're at, if you are not making progress on your own fast enough sure. um, and you're really clear on that vision, then, yeah, go get some help. That can be somebody who's on your same journey. That can be a mentor, somebody who's been where you're trying to go. That could be a professional coach that you're paying mm -hmm. for. It could be a number of different people. And depending on where you're at will determine kind of what, you know, degree of, of accountability and help you'll for need. Sure. For sure. I love it. I love that, that example because it really, the seasons in life that you're in. Because some seasons in life, I mean, even from a Christianity standpoint, if you're a baby Christian, you're going to need those stronger mentors that are helping, you know, give you the word, you know, helping you understand truth from, from, you know, false and just helping you grow. It's same thing for, for, like you said, an Ironman training for that. So love that answer. I, yeah. I am curious from a, from a career goal standpoint and moving forward, how do you track stuff? Any, any, any advice for those guys who, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a data guy. I like to see the numbers. I like to, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm all about the winners keep score, stuff like that. Anything from tracking progress that you recommend, you know, we have a good written plan down, how do we keep up with it and see how we're actually doing? Yeah, for sure. So um, I, I'm a firm believer, and I, I don't know if we've talked about this on our runs or, or not, but um, 
what you measure, you can manage. And what you manage, you can master. Oh. So it depends on how clearly you are about what you're trying to accomplish and then how you're measuring that. And that can be anything, but you absolutely should measure it because when you measure it, then you're able to actually manage mm -hmm. it. And management leads to leads to that that mastery. So that can be a notebook. That can be, I mean, there's hundreds of apps out there. We have an app that we use. Um, we create personal dashboards for our one-on-one -on -one clients cool. so that they can see very clearly, here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Here are the two to three goals that I'm working on to make that mm -hmm. happen. And then here are the daily key trackers um, for to to that I'm that I'm measuring, right? right? And then it, from a business perspective, that's a scorecard. And we already do it really well in business, right. but we don't do it well at yeah. home. We don't do it well personally. Right. So find a way to track it and yeah, absolutely track it. That could be applications submitted. That could be new connections. That could be, um, you know, jobs applied for. Yeah. It could be a number of things. But, but, but it sounds like the, the, the devil's in the details. Get specific on the things that you, don't, you know, hold yourself accountable for and then find that means. And like you said, it could even just be a notebook, but have some way to, 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 to look back and see how you've, how you've done. Yeah, and we got to tie that back to the courage that we talked about because yeah. uh, we don't like to measure things. Yeah. We don't like to measure things because they give us a very, if we're measuring the right thing, they give us a very accurate picture of where we're at. Yeah. So if we uh, are out of shape and we want to improve our health, we probably don't like getting on the scale, yeah. right? Because uh, it tells us exactly how heavy right. we are. We probably don't like to check out our BMI because that tells us exactly our fat percentage. Right. Uh, we, we know exactly when we put our belt on how many notches, oh, yeah. right? So these are measurements that we, that tell us exactly where we're at that we don't like. However, measurement is the way that we thrive. Right. We always know how much gas is in our car. We're super mindful of when it's almost gone. Yeah. Why? So that we can go get more so that we can continue to go from where we are to where we're trying to go. Right. So very similar, you pick the right measurements, you build the right scoreboard, and you can really, really see significant progress um, with the right amount of effort. No doubt. I'm so glad you, you went to the gas versus the belt, because coming out of the holidays, the belt, the, the belt measurement, man, that's, that's, that's not a good one right now, you know? Uh, you know, for a lot of people, I think you're right. <laughs> Tell you what, let's, let's take a quick break. I want to jump back in and ask Jared a little bit more about like adjusting goals. We are proud to be sponsored by FMG Financial Hope. They provide financial coaching support and lines recognize that wealth is a core area that we all want to focus on. Their coaching process gives you a trained set of eyes that will be focused on three things. First, understanding your situation. Second, providing information that is specifically tailored to help you. And third, they inject hope. Good coaches teach the fundamentals of the game but great coaches motivate and winning with finances is possible for everyone and FMG financial hope can get you there. So if you find yourself tired of running out of money before the month ends, never getting ahead with finances, or if you're just tired of living paycheck to paycheck, FMG financial hope can provide the support you need to start your path towards financial freedom. Visit the lion within dot us slash FMG to learn more.
So Jarrett, you know, we, we've talked some great things here, tracking, accountability. Now let's say you're, you're, you're working through your year and things just, you know, they're, they're not, you're not meeting the mark to where you thought you would be. What advice about that adjustment or recalibration would you give the lions out there as they, as they look through their plans and try to think about their goals, you know, halfway through the game, for instance? Yeah. So, um, you've got to give yourself some grace. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Anthony Robbins who says, you know, a lot of people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Okay. So there's a, there's a calibration that has to happen when you start to become somebody who measures things. There's a calibration that has to happen where you start to learn how to execute. Mm -hmm. And so with our business clients, we always say, Hey, there is, there, there's specific reasons why you don't complete a goal. Um, number one, you may have just not prioritized the goal. Okay. Right. You might've, you might've just, you know, put allowed all of the fires, all of the other stuff that comes up. You might've just allowed that to take precedent. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, the second one is you may have made poor assumptions about what it actually takes to execute. So you might write on there, hey, I want to make a million dollars by the end of the year, but your assumptions of how that's going to happen or how much time you're going to have or what resources are going to be available or who's going to help you, all of that could be totally yeah. wrong. So you're not going to complete that goal. And it's not necessarily because you weren't committed or you didn't work, but you just made the wrong assumptions right. about it. And then the other thing is sometimes we just pick the wrong goal. Yeah. So we we just picked we thought that this thing was super important. We thought it was the the answer. We thought it was going to do what we wanted it to do and then we don't work on it. It's not a thing and we realize, you know what? Actually, it's not right. the right thing. There's another there's not another domino we need to sure. push down. Sure. And I guess it's also important once you identify those things, go back and have that conversation particularly with your spouse. You don't want to make that decision in a, in a vacuum, I guess, that it's it's not the right goal and without, you know, confirming that and making sure there's alignment there. Yeah. And part of our process is you boil down that vision into three priority goals and then what we call the one, which is the objective necessary to execute. Okay. And that's that first domino that you push over. And so, yeah, you should have complete alignment with uh, whoever's involved, right. whether that be your spouse or your boss or colleagues, whoever it might be. Now let's let's lighten it up a little bit for for the, the listeners out there. So we're we're talking about these goals. These are hard things. Let's say you 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 start checking some boxes. What do you recommend for celebration? Like do you do you do you want to, to acknowledge the small victories? Is that important? Do you just keep forging ahead? I'm just want to get your point as a as a career coach. You know, on when do you actually celebrate the wins? Yeah, I think you celebrate the inputs versus the outcomes. Okay, so so. So we redefine win as an input uh, versus the outcome. So a lot of people, that's why we beat ourselves up, right? We, uh, we, we come to the party and we say, well, I ran, I ran a marathon, but um, you know, it was 30 minutes slower than I wanted, right? right? We beat ourselves up. Or we say, hey, uh, I, I went to the gym three times this week, uh, but I wanted to go five. Or, or maybe I went to the gym five times this week, but... Uh, I'm still only lifting, you know, the bar, mm -hmm. right? So we, we need to redefine success, especially in early stages. We need to redefine it from 
the outcomes. Did I get the raise? Did I get the promotion? Did I, you know, make a lot of money to the inputs? Right. Well, hey, I had five days in a row where I did this thing. Right. I had, you know, um, a really, I attempted to have a really hard conversation. Yeah. It blew up in my face, but man, that's a win if you tried. Right. right. So for those early stages, you have to be willing to do something poorly before you can do it well. Right. And so we always have to remember, like, in early stages, if we're trying to make a career transition, if we're trying to, you know, build a new mm -hmm. business, if we're trying to get in better shape, those early stages, that measurement, that success has to be defined around your inputs versus the outcomes. Right. Love how you turned that, man. That's, that's, a, that's a phenomenal way to look at it. So, so glad you shared that with us. And, you know, one thing I'm thinking about here, when I go back and I look at Diverse, may he grant your heart's desire. I'm thinking about, you know, making sure our hearts are aligned with what God wants for us. You know, so sitting down, I'm kind of taking us back to the beginning of Genesis. When you start writing, any suggestions on where to get aligned spiritually to make sure that you're, that you are trying to work towards what God has planned for you in your life and just aligning to his will in any guidance there. So anytime that we, um, I'm a, I'm a Christian, um, I, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus Christ, and it is my number one goal to align with sure. his will. I wish that more often that came in the form of some stone tablets with, um, you know, some, some handwritten Jared do right. this. That would be, be easier, right? So yeah, it'd be, uh, uh, a lot right. easier. Um, but that's not what faith is. Right. Faith is looking forward to the fruit thereof uh, with faith. Yeah. And, and so when I think about aligning with God's will, I think that, number one, we have to first always remember Christ, always be thinking of him and his sacrifice. I think as we do that, we are immediately in a, in a humble state right. that makes us more open to the spirit of God. Secondly, I think we have to try to be living a good life, constantly repenting for the mistakes and the errors as often as we brush our teeth. You know, it's just got to become that thing. And then I think, and I've actually got this cool little uh, bracelet, yeah. we've got to trust. We have to trust that as we act in his name, that he is going to guide us and direct us to where we need to be. And I know that in my own life, as I kind of sometimes take steps into the dark or into the fog, not really knowing where, you know, or, or, or how I'm fulfilling his right. will, I look back and I'm able to see, oh, okay, right. that's why those dots connected. Yeah. That's why I made that decision. And that trust allows me to know that, hey, even if I try something and I fall flat on my face, as long as I'm doing my best to truly align with him, yeah. it's going to be fine. I love it. I love it. That's such such wonderful advice. I mean, Jared, you you coach people all over the world. You, you're such a phenomenal leader. Uh, with people, if they want to connect and learn more about you, your program, where do you want them to go? Where do you want them to be looking at? Oh, I always want them to come to our website, greermethod.com. Okay. Um, we've got a lot of really, really great options. We do free challenges uh, specific to parents. So for fathers, for moms, 
If you want to get a jump start on your health, we've got some free challenges there. If you want to build better boundaries with your loved ones or colleagues and understand boundaries better, uh, we've got some free challenges there that anybody can check out and um, get started. Nice, nice. And we'll make sure that's in the show notes for all you listeners out there. Jared, anything else on career goals that you that you want to talk about, buddy? No, have courage. Get after it. Don't uh, don't wait. Waiting is the worst strategy you can have. So um, even even making the wrong steps are better than not, you know, making it taking any steps. at all. I love it. I love it. I, I will remember I, the I didn't know the manage what you manage, you master. I always I always heard that that quote stopping at, you know, what you measure, what's important, but not not you actually manage what you you master, what you manage. So now that's awesome. Yeah, Peter Drucker, got to give him a shout oh, yeah. out for, you know, what you what you measure, you manage. And then honestly, I, I don't even think I came up with the mastery. I think somebody else did, but it's stuck with me uh, as well. So I'm not going to take credit for that well, one either. I'll give it to you. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appreciate well, Jared, it. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time with us today on the line within us, brother. Yeah, of course. Appreciate you having yes, me. Thanks, sir. Chris. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it'd be cool to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple, Spotify, Google, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcast isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their messages out to the world. Let's create something great together. Visit thelionwithin.us slash buzz to let Buzzsprout know we sent you, and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. That's thelionwithin.us slash buzz. Guys, what a conversation with Jared. I mean, he is a phenomenal coach. He helps so many people. His, his, his whole philosophy around career goals and, and helping people with, you know, the vision, values, beliefs, and habits – it's unbelievable. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. I've been running with him. He's a I, I'm not the ultra marathoner that he is, but uh, we have some good times when we get together. So I, I knew he would bring a lot of value. He definitely did. So be sure to check out the show notes. Connect with Jared. Follow him. He's got a lot of great things out there to serve you guys. Remember the verse, Psalm 24. May he grant your heart's desire and fulfill your whole plan. So guys, make it a great week. Go out there. Set those goals. Keep pushing forward. Now, if you're liking what you're hearing on the line within us, share it. Share it out with those old lions. Get, get it out there. Send a text message. Send an email. Whatever you need to do. Post on Facebook or Instagram. All that helps. Okay? Go to thelionwithin.us to learn all about our resources, the coaching materials we have, everything that's out there. Join our email group. We want to connect with you. We're building a community of believers, and we want to help you get there. So leave a five-star rating, write us a review, all that stuff helps. So guys, go out there this week and unleash the lion within.